0: The Forum at 8 on SAFM.
1: 11 minutes after 8. If you've just joined us, welcome to the show. Good morning to you. And if you've been with us all morning, thanks for staying with us. Now, uh, today is a Friday and we usually, you know, just take it somewhat easier because we're going into the weekend. And on the Forum at 8 this morning, we're talking about habits. How often do we hear people saying, you know, you ought to kick, The habit. But when we think of habits, you know, what sort of things come to mind? Is it uh, things like uh, pointing the middle finger, biting your nails, always running late, you know, littering, and things like that? Do these things actually bother you? And, you know, uh, what are some of the worst habits that you have or that you've seen in others? And what are some of the qualities and on, or habits, rather, that you've seen in others that you wish that you could emulate? And this is what we're talking about this morning. And our guest, Dr. Flair Howells, says that habits are an easy way for our brains to find solutions. Uh, stimulated or triggered by patterns, uh, the brain remembers. And it's something that I want to find out from our guest guest this morning is it something that we are born with so on the forum at eight this morning we ask what are your best or worst habits and the worst and best habits that you hate or like in other people what are some of those so um let's welcome our guest this morning dr fleur Howells. she's a neuroscientist at the university of cape town and joins us from our seapoint studios in cape town thank you so much for making the time this morning dr Howells. Thank you, Sakina. I'm happy to be here. Now, Dr. Howells, when it comes to habits, is it something that you are born with or is it something that you acquire, you know, through socialization from your environment and surroundings?
2: It is definitely um, an unaware behavior that you initiate and then it becomes something which just continually um, occurs. So you become comfortable with that behavior. So it is learned from, the, from either the environment or just something within yourself.
1: Now, you know, when you look at that, you know, what is it? Why, what is the reason that you actually start developing this habit?
2: There are, there are a myriad of um, possibilities with that one. So a habit is like, a good instance is when you're just sitting around. What do you end up doing? Do you take a certain posture which is comfortable to you or do you end up doing something which is more um comforting to you to cover an anxiety or something that you're worried about
3: mm mm-hmm.
1: and 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 then, and then uh, what happens in your brain is it something because why do you okay. then keep yes.
2: repeating this you know over and over so so today- once- yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sakina. So once you first do the, um, conduct the behavior, there's a lot more um, neural activity and, and connections which need to be initiated. And then once you have done one behavior and you repeat that behavior, the pathway which actually within the brain which activates that becomes really efficient. And um, it's almost your go-to pathway. Does that make sense? It does make sense. But, but, but I've
1: often wondered, you know, um, whilst that makes perfect sense, why does it happen at the same time, for instance, of the day in some people's cases? You know,
2: people wake up in the morning and there are certain things that they do habitually. So, um, well, getting ready, I mean, it's also just um, the efficiency of the process of getting up in the morning. What is, what is comfortable for you to start your day?
1: So when you, you know, when people make the sound like, mm, mm, you don't, I don't even know what it is. But you <laughs> I unfortunately an don't really know that thing. sound. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just this funny sound and I've heard so many people actually make that sound. And when you
2: ask them why they make the
1: sound, they can't even tell you. It's just something they do.
2: Well, would you say, any of your habits, would you say once you've like performed that habit, let's say, do you feel comforted by it?
1: Um. I don't even know why I do it. I'll tell you why. Uh, let me give you an example, Dr. Howells. Yeah. I tend to dig into my nail beds. Um, so I will just dig and I'll keep digging. I don't know why I'm digging. Um, I don't think that I get much comfort from it because yeah. it's very painful. Okay. But Sakina, I do it nonetheless.
2: Yeah. Sakina, where are you going there? I mean, a habit is, an, is a process which is unconscious and it does not have a negative effect on the individual. So ah. when you have something um it's more of a compulsive behavior then versus a habit. So I think the differentiation between that should uh, maybe be noted. So habits are like they're happy things. I mean oh. they may disturb some people around you but they're not causing harm to yourself. Oh that's interesting. So now- doing something which is um compulsive or obsessive um is is more of it's a, more of a concern definitely and in those instances you could um, perhaps like replace that behavior with another process like um, obtain a piece of like i remember a friend with her bite, n- nail biting i mean this is definitely not the neuroscience side of it mm-hmm. but actually you change it so you move you shift your behavior from something that's negative to something that is not harmful to yourself so then you could fiddle with something else which is not going to harm you Okay. And then through that, you remove yourself from that behavior, which is self-harming. So biting your nails is a habit. It's a habit, but it can also become, a, a ne- it can create a negative um, effect on the individual. So um, like going into the nail beds and such, mm. that is not a, um, you know, that's not healthy behavior.
1: And uh, running late all the time, um, I, I guess I'm guilty of that as well. Is that
2: a habit? It can be a habit. I mean, it's also a bit of a procrastination, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's, 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 it's not necessarily harmful to me. I mean, others no, may be not annoyed harmful. by it. By uh, But, you know, so so that's a habit. And just looking at that, what are some of the weirdest or
2: most interesting habits that you've come across? So, Skeeter, I'm going to um, just go back to that you being late all the time. So with that being late all of the time That procrastination, it annoys you Yes So um, why don't you make it not annoying? (laughs) I don't even know how it
1: happens You know, I'd be nice and early I'd be getting ready And before you know it I don't know what happens Where the time goes (laughs) But I find myself rushing And I'm, I'm, I'm constantly late My friends will tell you this um, yeah. You know, I can't even make excuses anymore.
2: They know I'll be late. They actually compensate for me being late. Yeah, but then that's also part of your personality. I mean, we also, you know, we can't dissect um, who we are to such such a little mi- into minutiae that we don't actually, you know, have our identity. And that's also a beauty about us being human. I don't know what
1: uh, what that says about me. Actually, when I'm constantly late and it's part of my identity, um, <laughs> probably something I need to change. But when you think of things like lying
2: and stealing, are those habits as well? Um, I mean, there are environmental circumstances. Which um, I mean, if the person, it's in many instances when someone results in performing those kinds of behaviors. One, it's accepted in their close environment. And they don't actually see that it is negative or disrespectful or harmful. And they continue doing it in many instances because they're not caught initially. And then they get caught in that web. And that is also neurophysiologically, it's a similar thing. So it's it's a matter of values and morals and how you've integrated um, your environment into your identity.
1: Mm. I'll tell you what I, I would love to hear from our listeners at this point, you know, what are, what are some of your um, weirdest or interesting habits that you've observed, uh, give us a call on oh eight nine one one zero four two zero eight. you can also SMS us on 34701 tweet or Facebook at AMLive on SAFM or at Sakina Kamwendo, and here's one from Talent Makanyak, Talent says on Twitter, my habit is that I bite my nails and he says, I can't change. Now, is that true? You know, how how difficult or easy
2: is it to actually change a habit? So, habits should be quite easy to change, but it's, the again, the question of whether it actually becomes like an addictive behavior when you're biting your nails. So, if you can consciously make an effort to not continue biting your nails, then you can call it a habit. Mm-hmm. So, but so, so, and if you can't, then you've gone over to the other side. You've, well, let's call it a spectrum. <laughs> let's not say the other side. So let's just think of like an inverted U, okay? So mm-hmm. that you're on this grading system, and if you can consciously make an effort to um, change that behavior through replacing it with something which is some with something that isn't as annoying, then um, you're benefiting from that. So you need to make the choice and you need to reprogram your brain by choosing a better behavior. And then that will become hardwired and that will be the network that your brain goes to instead of the negative ones or the things which annoy you. And uh, just looking at what people are
1: contributing this morning, Brian Kumalo says, bad habit I have is to observe people who take food from funerals and put it in their bags and then take it home. <laughs> is it? <laughs> that is embarrassing. But there are people who are in that
2: into that habit of, you know, they always want to take some food away from a function. That's very so social and cultural. I mean, um, it's. You know, that um, neurobiologically or in a neuroscientific manner, I mean, that is really the social environment which has informed this person and this person has adopted that behavior. Mm. And uh, here's some
1: nice ones coming through, and I think this one is, you know, particularly pertinent at this point. D&G says uh, the worst habit from other people is when you talk to someone and they share your attention with their gadgets. And we see a lot of that today yeah well, it's the, the the time we find ourselves in hey? but how do we break that habit you know you uh, you know what should we do short of someone actually uh, imposing a restriction on our usage of those gadgets
2: i think each individual needs to make their own decision on that it's a matter of whether they they potentially are completely unaware of it so that is a habit so if they are their attention is brought to that and maybe the friends could just say You know, I actually feel like you're being a little bit rude, you know, and, you know, like spend some like face time here.
1: Mm. And then uh, just another one here um, uh, that I saw, I'm I'm just trying to find it. Um, It says, uh, mine is nail biting as well and going to the loo with newspapers. Now, how many people (laughs) read in the loo? You know, and then <laughs> again, you know, I, I'm not going to say whether I'm guilty of this or not, but I know of a lot of people who actually do read in the loo. And he says the other one is a loose drawer. Now, a loose drawer is a single cigarette. And, and, and I'm not sure why one would, you know, then... Um, be compelled to buy one cigarette as opposed to buying a pack if you're going to smoke. But that's what a, a Zania native says his bad habits are. Let's go to the lines. Oh eight nine one one zero four two oh eight. Talking habits this morning. What are your? Habits and uh, you know uh, how do they work for you? What are some of the weirdest or more interesting habits that you've also observed from others? And uh, we'll also ask our, uh, our panelists this morning how can we, uh, of course, go about breaking these bad habits? And as you give us the examples, we can actually work through those. Let's go to Cape Town, Bonagela. Good morning.
0: Very good morning, and good morning to our guests. Welcome. Yes, uh, you know, I'm laughing as I was, <laughs> as I'm listening to, 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 to
4: this interesting topic you're talking about,
0: yeah. Well, you know, uh, I, I've just said to your producer now, uh, actually I wanted to pass on the message so that uh, you can you know, understand, then pass it on.
1: Why well, are you, you shy know, to want, tell us yourself?
0: Well, I was, actually, no, it's, well, I'm not quite sure if whether it's a bad one or a good one. <laughs> You know, listening to radio, but was like talk radio stays on all the time. You again, That's what I wanted to find out, and especially listening to radio, I mean, to different radio stations, especially talk shows, like the one is doing right now. yeah. understand? Okay, is it a, all is right. A bad one or a good one? In any case. So what?
2: <laughs> That's what I wanted to. Could you repeat that? Okay. Um, the exact? I just missed you for that little slot of what what you were what. Habit you're worried about.
1: He's worried about his radio constantly being on and it's always on some other talk show. So he wants to know whether this is a habit and he's not sure whether it's a good
2: or a bad habit. I think that sounds like a brilliant one. It's communication. (laughs) It's listening to people.
1: Yeah, uh, Dr. Howell says it's a brilliant one. So that should make your Friday. So you don't have to be ashamed of that. Um, but um, again, that fine line between, you know, a habit and a compulsion. You know, how do you know that you how did you say I shouldn't Sakina, say we go to the other side? It's
2: not on and off <laughs> switch. It's a spectrum.
1: Okay, so there you have it. Bonagele. Amrat, good morning.
3: Good morning, good morning good morning to your guests. now I had a friend right a couple of years ago now this man he was a very always a, a brilliant man right he was a teacher and he had a, a very bad problem of procrastination he was always doing things and he, he was always busy doing things but he didn't know which things to do first or which thing to do last, and just created a problem for him because he had a very bad problem of procrastination. Thank you, Shokunna.
2: Okay, um, a procrastination, uh, Dr. House. So I mean, procrastination. I mean, it depends on the individual. But again, I mean, if we look at this neuro, neuroscientifically, that person is probably thinking about so many different things and doesn't cannot make the decision, or the brain can't make the decision. Because he's consciously not putting that um, his, the best foot forward in what his goal-directed behaviors should be at that time, so it may be um, just somebody who is overthinking about so many things and just needs to basically um, potentially write a you know a list of different directives that they need to achieve, and then they can accomplish those and um, get into a habit of um, completing tasks that are needed. Mm. And, uh, of course, uh
1: Sono on Twitter asks, how do you spell the surname of the doctor you are interviewing? It's Dr. Howls, Howells, H-O-W-E-L-L-S. Uh, I hope I've got
2: that correct, that's Dr. Howells. That's correct, Howls. yes. I I'm, so, I'm guess I'm getting Googled now.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's how we spell her name. Let's go to Roy in Edenville. Good morning, Roy.
4: How's the <laughs> I just want to tell you a story about a woman who was studying at university. She was a mother of um, some small children, but she herself decided to go to university a bit late, and she always used to arrive ten minutes late. So the the, the professor complained and said to her, you know you're always ten minutes late, can't you make it on time? And she said, no, I can't, because I've got to do... The, Housework and get the children off to school and all that. So for me, uh, it's impossible. So the professor said to her, in that case, for you, the correct time to be here is 10 past the hour. And uh, she said, that's fine, thanks. But once he had said that, she gradually became a little bit later and a little bit later. <laughs> and as soon as it was 20 minutes past, The time of the lecture should have started, she settled at that. And from that time on, she was 20 minutes late. So (laughs) there's an interesting uh, story behind that. But the the reason, it seems to almost be a matter of attitude.
1: Oh, but at least, Roy, you could set your clock by her.
4: Yeah, you could.
1: Thank you so much, Roy and Edith Vale, for sharing that with us. Now, I suspect that this problem is a lot more common than we think, this habit, Dr. Halls,
2: Of the lateness? Yes. Well, in instances where there are, um, I mean, when somebody is heavy burdened with responsibilities at home, I mean, I know myself from lecturing students at university, at UCT, that um, one needs to be lenient towards that. Otherwise, you can create more of a stress on that individual, and it may well result in that person having even more sporadic time setting. Mm. So stress and stress related to these habits which turn into more compulsive issues, there's also a very strong link between those. And stress on the brain is not a good thing. You need a certain level of healthy stress, but when you go beyond that, it's very unhealthy.
1: Is it also not to do with the fact that it is just more socially acceptable? For example, in South Africa,
2: you know, Cape we don't Towns, make a big yeah.
1: fuss when people are late.
2: Well, yeah, well, in Cape Town, I don't, you know, we're, we're, we're definitely the, the drama the, queens yeah. of it. You know, it's like 45 minutes late for a dinner. Um, it's It is part of our culture in many, many respects on the social basis, but we cannot accept it in a work situation. Because we need to be a, a striving economy. So, um, you know, there are different ways that you approach it and look at it. But to be punctual, I mean, I am punctual. And for somebody to be 10 minutes early for me can be a frustration versus somebody who can be 10 minutes late. Because I'll be busy with something before that time. So there's also, um, you know, it's an individual thing. Mm. Well, I tell you what, I'd love to hear more of your habits, uh, and and it's very interesting
1: what Dr. Hiles is explaining to us this morning. And I just have so many, so many more questions, but I'll also read some of the contributions telling us more about your habits.
0: The Forum at 8 on SAFM.
1: Thank you so much, Ruin. We'll definitely listen because I certainly haven't made up my mind as to where holidays are happening this year. Anyway, it is 24 minutes before 9. And this morning on the forum, we're talking about habits, good habits, bad habits, how do you kick the habits, that's what we're talking about and we also want to hear about some of your weirdest or more interesting habits that you either have or have seen in other people and uh, we are speaking this morning to um, Dr. Fleur Howells who's a neuroscientist at the University of Cape Town and the lines are open 891 104208 you can give us a call, you can also SMS us on 34701 tweet or Facebook at AM Live on SAFM. Before I go back to to the lines, uh, Dr. House, I just want to read uh, some of the tweets that have come through. Now, Norman Moyo says, when a problem lasts for too long and it recurs, it becomes a habit. Uh, it's learned behavior and behavior unwinded is a lifestyle.
2: Explain that to us, please. Okay, can you um, repeat that for me? Norman says uh, uh, that Um, I'm I'm not really seeing the question in it. No, no, no. But but,
1: but I'm trying to understand where this is going. He says, um, he explains to us what a habit is. It's learned behavior. Mm -hmm. It's recurring. Mm -hmm. And then he says, but uh, that behavior,
2: unwinded, is a lifestyle. Now, I'm not sure how that. Well, I think when he says lifestyle, Mm it's part of who he is. It's the way of um, his life. You know, and that's, that's for, for all of us. So, I mean, a, a bad habit of mine, but I, I quite am comfortable with it. I always cr- sit cross-legged at my desk as if I'm sitting on the ground. And for me, that is comforting. And it's from when, fun plain stuff. So when I was a little lighty, that was just a comfortable sitting posture in class. Oh, So okay. those kind of things, I mean, and it is. I mean, everybody knows that, it's, you know, I sit like that and, you know, that's one of my quirks, so to say. Mm. And it's part of who I am. And I think we should also embrace some of our habits, especially if they do not negatively impact us or create, um, you know, social um, upset. Now, they may not negatively impact you, but they may negatively
1: impact on others. There are people who just lie for the sake of lying. (laughs) (laughs) They lie even when it doesn't when it doesn't seem that it is necessary for them to tell a lie.
2: Yes, no, well, this is, no, I hear you there, Sakina. I mean, that is, um, I mean, we've been talking about more um, physical behavioral um, habits that we have. But then when you go into things which are like mental habits, um, such as a pathological liar or somebody who just lies, they, they're often so unaware that they're doing it because it's such a behavior that is so well learned that they can't actually tell, um, be able to tell the difference between chalk and cheese. Is it still a habit then, though? It unfortunately is strongly related to being a habit, yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, Chinemo Elia says, uh, Wrapping up a week with
1: smiles and laughter. I enjoy it when we go light on Fridays. Thank you. We appreciate that, uh, Chinemo. And then Bali Mtembu and... Bali says, my radio is always on 24-7. I can't even sleep without my radio on. I put it on a lower volume, though. And thank God, as the doctor was saying, it's not a bad habit. And uh, Telly Mashamaites has the same problem. Says, mine is similar to that of Bonagele always tuned into talk shows and at times my passengers actually get upset with me in the car and then uh who was asking how we spell your name who says ironically i'm going to write about what you're discussing later today uh thank you so we wish you well and uh, veronica nyati says i have a habit of looking at people's belts to see how many loops they skipped okay Panisa Lutulis uh, says uh, uh, there is one habit uh, of completing people's sentences in conversation. Is it a bad thing, though? Is it, uh, Dr. Howells? Sorry, can
2: you repeat that?
1: He says he has a habit of completing people's sentences in conversation.
2: Well, I think um, the main thing is he just needs to uh, potentially be aware of how that might impact the person that he's having the conversation with. So um, does the person find it upsetting? So be aware of um, how your impact is on that individual because you're communicating. So it's a two-way street. Mm. And of course, you know it depends, uh, Paniza. You know, uh, there's
1: this uh, romantic notion where people say, "Oh, you know, we're so in sync, we even complete each other's sentences." So maybe it's a if it's a romantic interest, she might be taken by that. But as Dr. Hall says, in other uh, contexts, you may want to be a little more circumspect in doing that. Let's go back to the lines. Oh eight nine one one zero four two oh eight. Taboy in Bloemfontein. Good morning. Good morning,
2: Sakina. Hi. And good morning to Dr. House. Good morning.
0: Good morning. Sakina, so, I just wanted to uh, make a contribution of that sound that you uh, referred to that is made by people in the morning. Yes. It's actually, pe- it's actually people that have got sinuses. And it goes something like. <laughs> so that's not the only because of that, yeah. But uh, what I found out is that uh, when you. Socks in the morning, just so that your feet don't get cold. Then you, that sound does not, uh, it does not affect you anymore.
1: Yeah, but but oh, I still don't. Uh, I, it's interesting, but Tabo, I tell you what, I don't necessarily understand that because we all have sinuses. So, I mean, what causes people, and, and sometimes it sounds sometimes as though it's coming out of the throat anyway. Yeah, I know, but
2: Sakina, some people can have common environmental allergies. So, I mean, you could have it even year-round. So, it's completely acceptable. That. So, is it an allergy or so is it's, it a habit? Sakina. <laughs> <is, is> it, <laughs> so, it's comforting is, is a, for the individual. If yes.
4: adult, that is
2: caused by an allergy. Okay, there we go. Yeah. That I can accept. Okay. <laughs> so Sakina, one caveat to your earlier um, conversation about the procrastination: and say if you tell your friends that you're going to be there at ten thirty. I mean, at ten o'clock, mm-hmm. and then you only rock up at the ten thirty. But you know that you're only going to rock up at ten thirty. Is that not also a lie? It's not a lie because.
1: I don't leave with the intention of arriving. <laughs> I, I don't set out to arrive at 10.30. The intention is actually to be there at 10. I just yeah. don't know what happens. you know. As I say, I would be <laughs> getting ready nice and early, but somewhere, somehow, the time just goes. Maybe I see just something runs on away, TV, eh? and then I stand there and I watch that for a moment. And before I know it, I'm late.
2: Well, Sakina, I don't know. You can, You can definitely... And be proactive on that. <laughs> okay. All right. And then, then,
1: then let's hear more from uh, what our listeners are saying about habits. Good habits, bad habits, weird, interesting. i uh, love to hear from you. Uh, Yuchi in Cape Town, good morning.
5: How are you? Well, and you? Uh, well, thanks. Good morning to the doctor there as well.
2: Good morning, Yuchi. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Great.
5: I just wanted to know, every morning I can't seem to start my day with a very good cup of coffee. Um, And it needs to be filtered coffee and if I ever like drink um, instant coffee. Then I just tend to go grumpy throughout the day.
6: <laughs>
2: this is fantastic because Yuchi is the man that n- works next to me, two doors down. Oh, and so it's so you truth of it. this? <laughs> no, well, he's actually referring to me. Ah,
5: <laughs> okay. It's so just
1: a bit of a
4: secret,
5: and I think like I'm. Well, also, now it's national, you know, national, and uh,
1: uh, yeah, <laughs> it's common knowledge now. Yuchi, thanks for letting the cat out of the bag. There, we sure appreciate knowing tomorrow. about that. But but you're not alone
2: on that score, Dr. Howes. There are many people who feel that way. Unfortunately, though, this is an addiction. Okay, so this isn't a habit. Mm -hmm. So if I go, you know, if you go without whatever your drug of choice is for X amount of time, you could get a headache or whatever, so you get physical withdrawal from it. So unfortunately, I fit that category. Also with Shushu, um, that, um, you know, coffee is our Mm go-to, fix me up. Wake me up. Well, 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 interesting. Um, what are your habits? Big, uh,
1: you know, um, good or bad, we want to hear from you. Stephen in KZN, good morning. Hi, FK. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Well, and you? Uh,
0: and hi to the as well. Hi. Hey, F- FK, I have, I have two habits. I've tried to do them. I have no idea. Too. Uh, the first one is picking my nose. it's <laughs> very disgusting. I hate it, it but I have no idea how to deal with it. <laughs> but you know what's worse? I, I don't know what you say on the national radio. I pick up my nose and I take it to my mouth. <laughs> Please,
1: that is go. very brave of oh, you to no, say that. Oh, no,
4: Oh, Stephen, God. it's
1: early morning. People are having breakfast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And and you know what what what's
0: bad is that I actually do it in front of people as well. I just like, constantly I have no idea how to deal with it. Whether I'm in a club picking up someone, I just pick up. I just can't help. People are getting disgusted. I get disgusted too. I just don't know how to do. Does your girlfriend
2: know this? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm guessing that you started this in early childhood, eh? Hey? <laughs> And the
1: second one is... I hold on, hold do on, Stephen. Did this, char- did this start in early childhood is what Dr. Al is yeah, asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: childhood. So and okay.
1: they do not do now.
0: And the how- second one is uh, I can't do anything in the chance without my phone. Oh. I, I go to the tent and I have to. Have it's like that, that newspaper uh, uh, habits of people, but mine is my phone.
1: Okay. So you look for and the that- phone before
2: you go. Exactly. So it's instead of a newspaper, huh? Eh? Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. You know what? I actually, but it's a very, it's a very bad one. But you know, I, I, I told my girlfriend once that if, 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 uh, if, 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 uh, if it was my case in the, in the Oscar Pistorius case, probably it should be the key suspect because every time I go to my toilet, I take my phone. Oh. I can't. I just can't stay without my phone in the toilet. I can't do anything. I've died. I just have to come out of it and get my phone and then go back.
2: I, th- I think your girlfriend needs a medal or a award, hey? <laughs> she does. <laughs> okay. And then, oh, but you've answered it. I wanted
1: to know what's the difference between a habit and an addiction. Okay. All right. Thanks, okay.
2: Stephen. And, um, yes uh, uh, Yeah, Stephen, I think the, the the nose-picking issue is potentially a compulsion and I would, you know, it's... It, it's disturbing you. It's disturbing those people around you. And I would um, potentially suggest that you actually see someone, like a clinician, about you know how how you can actually modify your behaviour because it's from childhood. So it's a really strong um, behaviour that you've developed there. Whoa. yeah, his girlfriend really. And does then with need the phone thing, I think that's just one of those boys and newspapers things. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> Let's go to Vukani in KZN. Good morning, Vukani. Good morning, Thank you.
0: Well, and you? I'm good, <clears throat> and and hello to the doctor too. Is she hear I, you hello, to hello, it? yes. No, uh, hey, hey, my a my habit. I don't know whether it it's bad, is it? Uh, I'm in the me- mechanical sector. Me. Uh, I fix all diesels, uh, everything that that uses diesels. Me. Every time uh, uh, you see those smoke, those kind of uh, diesel machines,
2: the vending uh, machines.
0: Yes,
4: those, those, the, 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 the smoke that
0: comes out of the uh, diesel, uh, the diesel engine. Yes. Uh, you will see me uh, whenever maybe the tractor is passing by. I'll just go
2: into the smoke and inhale the smoke. I don't know why. Yo, Okay. And that's not even good for you, Vukani. No, I think what's it what you could do there is because you're aware of yourself doing it, is maybe um, when that opportunity comes up again is actually make a conscious effort to not go there because it is harmful for you. So rather deter yourself by another action or behavior or become more aware of how this is potentially bad for me.
1: Well, if you've just joined us, uh, we are talking about habits this morning. Good or bad, weird or interesting or even fascinating and uh, yeah, some even disgusting. We're speaking to Dr. Fleur Hals this morning, neuroscientist at the University of Cape Town. Let's go to Desmond in Amanzimtoti. Good morning, Desmond.
5: Good morning, Musakina. Good morning. I'll just r- run through the bad and good ones. Mine is a uh, radio addiction. Okay, I open the radio right through 24 hours. I'll say 24 hours, because at night I, I sleep with it. Then secondly, this thing, this general one of you there, you always feeling it and you're always replying to it. When people ask you, how are you? How are you, Sakina? So you know that you've been there working the whole morning there, but people are still asking you now that, how are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you reply to them and say, I'm okay, I'm okay. Then, then uh, another one is this one of uh, of, uh, every time somebody speaks, just after a, a short pause, you see, you see, you see <laughs> all the time, you see. You, you see. Then uh, another one, that one, the, the, the one of the um, uh, callers here, you always say, right, right. Right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, okay. no.
5: <laughs> very right. much
2: okay. habits, and I mean, it's common courtesy t- when you when when you speak with somebody on the phone, even if the person is a talk show host who says hello to how many people a day would you say that you say hello to, Sakina? Online? Oh, many. I mean, many. Every person I come across. But I it's would polite. But does yes. it? Does um, you know? It's a politeness. It's a behaviour which is um, condoned by society, and um, yeah. All right, and and then, then when
1: it comes to uh, speech and you know some of the habits, the quirks that we have,
2: the verbal ticks, very socially um, related, very to, to our environment, um, because I mean we we are, we want to be one person, right? Mm-hmm. In many ways, I mean that's, I suppose that's the ultimate goal: is to have a shared consciousness with all people around you. Well, that's a bit esoteric here, but anyway. Is that social belonging and that communication? So, um, so if if it was an object that um, somebody would be speaking, well, would see it wouldn't be like, hey, how are you? But if it's a person, obviously you're going to say hi. You know, you know, with interpretation if you're not too certain of the person or you know, how's it, how's it going? Yeah, no, hey, you know, and it's just the communication, and it's such an important thing. And with technology occurring so rap- rapidly and it's so all consuming, it's important for us to actually, like, you know, step back and not forget that we're human and interaction is with other humans reduces stress and it makes us feel a part of, um, a part. Mm.
1: And then some very
2: interesting ones
1: coming through here, uh, Dr. Hiles. But um, I want to go back to the lines. But let me just run through a few here. Uh, Mark says, get it right from the start. Smoking is not a habit. It is an addiction. This one, Unsigned, says, uh, my worst habit is picking my nose and eating. Ah, This seems to be quite a common one, (laughs) eh? And on Stephen there, someone just sent a tweet saying, thanks to Stephen, I've just lost my appetite. And um, this one, Dave in the Eastern Cape says, corruption is a habit in our government. Another one says, uh, thanks for a good talk. My habit is failure to
2: say no. Is it a habit? That is a common, that is very much a common thing, especially in people who, um, well, you could, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but they are people pleasers. They want to... um, you know, they they want to help people, but people take, can take advantage of that situation. So they don't consider the person who's not not able to say no. So that person ends up in quite a state of um, distress um, with overloaded uh, levels of work or, you know, even it can be with family or friends. And um, it's negatively impacts on that person, but they're doing it from the best best place. Um, but they need to set their, their own boundaries and start, um, you know, even with small things, start being able to say no so that, um, you know, the the brain can cope and deal with the responsibilities that that person is so willing to accept.
1: Mm. And uh, then, of course, uh, many others that I'm going to run through a, f- a few more. But let me just go to the lines. Barbara is calling from Cape Town. Good morning, Barbara.
6: Good morning to you. I'm afraid I've got to repeat what uh, the previous caller said. I'm so tired of hearing, how are you, how are you, how are you? Can't you make an announcement, one of your announcers very cleverly does, at the beginning of the program and says, thank you very much, I am well, you do not need to ask me. You don't go to your doctor and say, how are you? Or you don't go to the man who gives you a parking ticket and say, how are you? You don't go to your teacher and say, how are you? It's a terrible South African habit, I'm afraid. It really is annoying. You are wasting quarter of an hour of every one of your programs saying, yes, I'm well, how are you? Now, you see, this is a very interesting discussion because I tell you
1: what, Barbara, mm. and Dr. Howell actually uh, uh, touched on that. Because it's part of
6: our socialization. But we do not socializing with someone we've never met in our lives before. No, you but we... You don't go to your bank manager, you don't stop... A, a vagrant in the street and say how are you? It isn't socialising. It's it's a silly habit that's got into the. It didn't happen years ago. This interesting,
1: time. interesting, Barbara. It's a
6: silly socialising. I habit. want to hear from Dr. Howells what her response is to this yes. because when I meet a car guard outside, it almost makes me stop listening to the programme. I'm so sick of hearing. I'm glad that you're well. I'm so sick of hearing twenty times every hour that you are well and how are you? It's it's wasting twenty. Seconds or 30 seconds of every caller's pro, uh, every caller's what they have to say.
1: Okay. Okay. Got you there, Barbara. Bye bye then. I'm particularly interested in this, um, uh, Dr. Howells, because when I go out and I meet a car guard, I actually do greet them.
2: And I actually do ask them how well, they are. Well, that's very nice of you, Sakina. <laughs> I, I mean, I, mean I, I greet everybody. I, I really No, do. You, you are. You, I, can, I can gather that. I mean, you're a commu- you are a serious communicator. <laughs> and that's why you're also on the radio. So is it a bad habit? I think, you know, this is where we come to personal differences. I mean, if you're a radio listener, which unfortunately I am not, And if I were listening to a talk show and I were to hear, hello, how are you? I mean, I can understand that it can be highly irritating. But at the same time, for each of those individual people that Sakina talks to, that person, she's putting them at ease by saying hello. Because it can be quite an overwhelming thing and a stressful thing for somebody to communicate on radio. So in our social environment, I think it's more favorable than not. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's also that to it. And I mean, it depends what kind of radio show it is. I mean, we're having like a light hearted, fun, little, very interesting with some of the habits that have come out um, discussion. And yeah, we're, we're chilling. Okay,
1: and uh, thanks so much for raising that, Barbara, because that's a question that we grapple with even here. Mm. You know, uh, as we talk about the program and we debrief, that usually comes up. But uh, we'll pay a little more attention to that. Uh, Let's go to—is it Zion in King Williamstown? Good morning.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Zion. Uh, That I had a girlfriend who had two funny habits I hated. One, when I am at her flat, uh, she would cook right, dish out the food in our place, put them on the on the tray, and before serving the food, she would quickly go to the loo. And the time she would take to the loo, uh, it was not a long time, it seemed like she was passing out water. I hated that. You see, number two, when she is at my uh, house, my toilet was outside the house, and uh, every time she goes to the toilet, she would take with her, carry with her, a newspaper, a whole bundle of a newspaper, and uh, I hated that because neighbors would think that I don't have toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're, you know very clearly. Did you communicate this with her and actually discuss it with your partner instead of um, bringing it to this stage of um, exploiting it?
1: <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Ziad. Peter, you're in Durban. Good morning. Hello, how are you, Actually, I want to call about uh, about the the
0: hi. How are you? And just a quick
6: one.
0: Mm-hmm. It, it's really, it's really. I really find it disturbing that people find that. Uh, I don't know why. Why, do, why why is it a problem when somebody says how are you? I, I actually think even in our vernacular languages uh, we actually say I, think, I just think it's common courtesy I don't think people should be particularly irritated and agitated by that that's mm. just my comment I wanted to just pass by and, like, I really think people are, getting, are taking this too far I don't see why is it a problem really that someone would actually even call and make that comment but I guess it's a personal issue uh, but I just think it's common courtesy and polite for someone yeah. to say how yeah. are you and because I would actually particularly take offense if you don't respond when I say, how are
1: you? Okay, thank you so much, uh, you. Peter. And as you said, Dr. Halves, it's personal preference. Gifilwe uh, and good morning. Uh, second, I've, just picked my, I've just picked my nose.
2: <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. My husband, my ex-husband used to hate it. My mother used to hate it. And I told myself, this is my nose. I will pick
2: it when I want to pick it. (laughs) Okay, Sakina, I think we're probably getting a little bit off topic here. So one of the the questions that Shushu sent through to me was um, one question about why somebody puts their right foot forward first. Mm -hmm. And this is quite a fun thing because it's related to the motor systems um, of the brain. And if you're left-handed versus right-handed, so so it's just an interesting caveat um, of... If a person puts their right foot forward, do they also just write write with their right hand? Do um, which hand do you use to brush your teeth with, or which ha- which foot do you use to kick a soccer ball with? And that's strongly related to which hemisphere of your brain um, in motor systems is dominant. So mm-hmm. for a left-handed person, the right side of the brain motor systems are more dominant than than the the left hemisphere. So there's a crossover between the left side of the body to the right hemisphere of the brain. All right. So that might be something quite interesting for people who wonder about their handedness. No,
1: absolutely. And, of course, uh, so many others coming through. Thank you so much for those contributions. We will compile them, uh, you know, uh, all together and we'll post them on our website so you can go and have a look at people's weird and wonderful habits. Obri Machitti saying, when I'm writing, there must be loud music in the background, especially deep house and heavy metal. <laughs> Who would have thought our very own analyst would do that? But, anyway, that's all we have time for this morning. Dr. Howard, thank you so much for speaking to us. Thank you, Sakina. And uh, hopefully some of us will get over our bad habits, whatever they may be, and uh, change them for good ones. That's uh, where we're going to leave it for this morning. Thanks, as always, for your fantastic participation.
0: The Forum at 8 on SAFM.